We're back. Hi, guys. Episode 97. Of Hello Dysfunction. I couldn't even remember who we were for a minute. (laughs) Shit. After a little break, we had to take a break. Um, It happens. Yeah. It's not the first time. Won't be the last. Um, Sometime life interferes with our plans. And yeah, it's been rough. Dude. (laughs) It's been rough, man. And it, you st- were still trying to figure out ways to record, and I was like, no. Yeah, because no. the day, like, whatever day I got out, I was like, maybe we could still do it. But it was like, I was like, no. Probably not the best. Y- you have to go just do nothing for a while. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then shit just slowly got worse. So. If you don't follow me on social media or whatever, you might not have seen me briefly talk about it. But um, after I had the baby, you know, I had a C-section and um, they, you know, they put these things like these compression sleeves on your legs and stuff the first day. And they like squeeze your legs to prevent blood clotting. Um, They really should keep them on longer than one day. Um, And then after that, they encourage you to walk, but I didn't walk. I was in too much pain. And um, especially when I would stand and stuff, like it felt like my pussy was going to fall out on the fucking floor. (laughs) Um, It was very, I was having very weird pain. And um, so I didn't walk. I wasn't active when I was in the hospital. Um, So I ended up, after I got discharged. But wait. While you were still in there, you were telling them your chest hurt. Oh, yeah. You had chest pains. Yeah, yeah. You kept telling and them And I hadn't, my, my my milk hadn't, that sounds so, so fucking gross to even say. <laughs> my milk hadn't showed up yet. You weren't engorged yet. So I wasn't yet. engorged yet. Right. So, like, um, I was like, why am I having this chest pain? And, and I was like, am I having anxiety? Because it felt like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them that. And I was like, it fucking hurts. And they were like, just... You know, it's probably anxiety. Just lay down, um, take deep breaths through through your nose. And I was like, well, that's what I'm complaining about. I'm telling you I can't take deep breaths. Like, that's my complaint. Right. And so they were like, it's okay. Just lay down. And they at one point, they brought me, like, one of those expander things that you breathe into. It's like you suck in. To make the balls go up. Yeah. And I couldn't make them go up. And so that should have been a sign. Especially right. being that I'm a patient that just had a C-section obviously you should keep an eye out for shit like that right they didn't so um I told her the day that I was discharged I can't make the thing go up and she was like well just lay down you know blah 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 (sighs) so I went home and um the shit continued and then it went to my left arm and so I was like, my sister had told me like, um, I've had gas like that before Mm -hmm. where my left shoulder hurt and, um, and Crystal told me that too. And so I was like, not freaking out. And then it went from my shoulder to my whole fucking arm. Well, then it went to my elbow and then it went to my whole arm, like down to my fingers. And it was like bad. And that was the day I was like, okay, I got to go to the hospital. Cause like the chest pain was so bad on top of it. I was like, what if I have a heart attack if I had one? Because that's a sign of that. So, um, yeah, if you have that and it goes to your left arm at all, 
I'm finding out you need to go to the emergency room immediately. So, um, that's what I did. And they immediately took me back right away and they did an EKG and it was abnormal. Mm -hmm. And so they did a CAT scan and they found blood clots and then they did a blood test and my troponin levels, which is a chemical that's released in your blood after you have a heart injury. Mm -hmm. Um, normal is a zero. Mine was like nine and a half. Yeah, which means so, you could have had a small heart attack. Yeah, there was strain on my heart, and they were like, okay, we have to admit admit you. They told me yeah. right away. Like, yeah. there was no question. So I have a brand new baby at home. <laughs> I have a dog at home that no one can take care of but me. <laughs> um, and I'm being told that I have to stay in the fucking hospital. So, yeah, I was like freaking out. Um yeah it just wasn't the time for that so I ended up having to stay for like two days and they weren't gonna let me go home until those levels went down yeah so like now I'm on blood thinners which is a whole new set of fucking stress and problems because they make you feel really fucking bad Uh um yeah I'm not even gonna go into all that because I don't want to be crying on this episode but it's it's very hard to be on that and Again, like everything's just not being handled properly and you really have to advocate for yourself. Yeah. Like forcefully. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you have to not be shy about it because like they started me on this medicine, which is hella fucking serious. Um, there's certain things I'm not supposed to have, certain things I'm not supposed to do. Cause if I accidentally like bump my, you know, shaving or anything and I bleed, um, it'll be a murder scene because mm-hmm. I'm taking anticoagulate. Yeah. So my blood will not clot if I cut myself. So I will just bleed out. So you have to be extra careful. That's just one more thing to worry about. And, um, you know, your diet and stuff like they didn't give me any instructions with this fucking medicine and I'm taking a high ass dose. They just like, sent you home blind, like figure it out. Yeah. So I've been trying to get an appointment with the pulmonary specialist um, to follow up sooner than they told me to. And I didn't even tell you this. I called today and um, they had to change my primary care physician so that it's someone in their network that can refer me. I can't make an appointment with the, even though it's been recommended by the hospital and that was my discharge instructions. They told me I can't until I get a referral from my primary care. So they had to change my primary care to someone that's out there. Wow. And then I have to do a phone appointment with them before they can, which I have set up for Thursday, I think. But I I have a call in to try to get one sooner than that so that they can get the referral done. So then, like, it's a whole... And in the meantime, there's nobody safely monitoring. Exactly. That's bullshit. So for all I know, my levels could be high right now. My fucking... There's no telling. So I have to just really pay attention to how I'm feeling. I feel like shit every fucking day. Um, I've started bleeding from my gums. (laughs) I've started bleeding like a period, but it's not a period. I followed up with my fucking... um, My OB um yesterday and I told her about that and she's like yeah it's from the the medicine and it's like not like a period it's like blood clots it's just it's so much so much it's hella overwhelming and it's fucking angering that um they send people home on these um I can't even think of the right fucking word these um 
That meant this way. These, but it's not like ibuprofen. It's no, it's serious. It just makes me so angry. I'm can't I have even no speak. appetite. Like I have to force myself to eat because if I don't eat a lot when I take it, um, my stomach is hella fucked up. But I, but it's, you know, if you can't, if you have no appetite, forcing yourself to eat is so hard. It's because so everything, hard. Everything sounds repulsive. Yeah. And it makes you want to fucking throw up. Like nothing sounds good to me because I'm not hungry. And it's angering that the doctor that prescribed you these meds won't even fucking say, hey, maybe go down a little bit. Or if you're having, you know, mm-hmm. just the medical, um, his nurse call you just something. It's literally, yeah. you were just no pushed out on your with own. Me. I wasn't given any discharge instructions, like what to look for. I'm on three times what the, what the internet says the normal dose is for this medicine. Like, you I just an- feel really, really bad all the time. The- and then on top of it, I'm taking care of a newborn. A, a new baby yeah. and... Peepee's not even three weeks. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It is. And it's, it's like, what what next? Like, what else can fucking go wrong? Yeah. It's, and it's not postpartum. Thank God. I don't yeah, have that. You right. know, at least I have a reason for the shit that I'm crying about. But, um. Right. It's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been fucking, it's been rough a lot and thank god for your mom though because you know there is a medical professional in the family that i can talk to about like what to look for and shit like that and like because they kind of left me hanging yeah for real and that really fucking pisses me off i just i remember how closely nona was monitored when she was on blood thinners and literally there were certain things she couldn't eat and Mm -hmm. and do and I posted um, something on social media, just like if anybody has had um, a pulmonary embolism and has been put on blood thinners, can you write me? I was shocked how many fucking people wrote me, wrote me about their kids being on it for that, wrote me about themselves. And these are like young women. And I was I was hella fucking shocked because, you know, it's I never hear about that. Yeah, it's not something that I, I thought was that common, I guess. That's crazy. But um, it was good because I got a lot of information. Good. You know, um, a lot of people were on the shots that you have to take every day. It mm-hmm. was a different medicine, and I, I can't do that. Like, I can't give myself shots every day. So that's one good thing. Um, the medicine I'm on is a new medicine, but it's supposed to um, eliminate the need for that. And, like, yeah, it's supposed to be easier to be on than the other shit. And everybody kind of just says, yeah, it sucks. Like, you know. Damn. Um, but... I'm just keeping an eye out for like the the warning signs that I've found online and like that they told me and shit. Just Not that the doctors shit. fucking told you. Yeah, yeah. So negligent. Mm-hmm. It's so negligent. And then it just kind of turned into okay when I was in the hospital, you know. So I've been hospitalized twice this month, yeah. and the biggest concern, well, one of the biggest concerns I've had is Dottie. Yeah. No one can really control her. And, like, take her out and shit. Like, no one can control her like I can because she looks at me as the mom. So, like, you know, I I can snap my fingers and she's going to sit down, whatever. She does what I say. She's not like that with everybody else. Mm -mm. And so, like, you know, my mom was like, I could come get the girls. One of my sisters was like, I could come get the girls, whatever. But then I'm like, then Dottie's alone and I can't have her home alone. So that turned into... um, 
I finally made the decision. Like, I, I can't keep her. It's not realistic. Yeah. She's hella big. No one can fit her in their car if they need <laughs> to. If I get hospitalized yeah. again, they no one can put her in their car and take the, her to their house. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's not realistic. So, um, that was a super hard fucking decision for me. I'm not going to start crying again. Um, but I, I made, like, I reached out cause before when we were talking about this rehoming her, some people, you know, had, had said they wanted her and I talked to a few people, but the timing wasn't right and they couldn't afford it right now or whatever. So I thought about it and I was like, let me reach out to the rescue that I tried to adopt from because I know how fucking strict they are. They denied me. Right. You know what I mean? So I know they only will adopt to people that have are familiar with the breed, yeah. have had that breed before, live in a proper, you know, environment, yeah. all that kind of shit. So I reached out. The lady hit me back within the same day and she asked for pictures. As soon as I sent her pictures, she called me this morning. <laughs> she was of like, course, I want because her. Dottie is like the best looking fucking great Dane you could ask for. She's so pretty. Yeah. So um, the lady was great and she just like reassured me like you're doing a really selfless act. Like because I told her I can keep her. You know what I mean? It's not she's not a problem. She, yeah. She, I have no complaints. It's just um, I don't know what my future is going to be. You know what I mean? If I end up hospitalized again, like I'm going to have to have someone stay at my fucking house again. That's just not convenient for people. And it's just really fucked up. And she does deserve a yard. And like, I just think of that, you know, that for her, like, and be able to play with other dogs and like whatever. So the lady was hella fucking nice. And her friend actually, wants her so she's not gonna go into like a fostering situation because that's what they do like they'll foster and then go through the adoption process she's like no my friend wants her um her dane passed away um like a month ago or whatever and she saw her and just is in love and wants her so um they're supposed to be coming down from reno and they want to like do it soon so i'm i'm very brokenhearted about that but like I said, it's just, it, it's a better situation for her and it, it eliminates one worry for right. me. Cause especially yeah. lately. Yeah. If something else happens, like, you know, she doesn't even listen to bunny the way she listens to yeah. me. So it's, it's hard. Um, I wasn't worried about taking care of the baby. I was worried about uh, taking yeah, Dottie out. That was everybody's concern. Like, I had family members, like I said, multiple that were like, I'll come get the baby and Bunny. Mm-hmm. Like, just let me know. But I'm like, no, because I don't want Dottie to be home alone. Like, she's never been home alone like that. Yeah, and Dottie... Um... She is a hella good girl. She, she's so sweet and so good. So and a lot of people she were like, the baby's hers yeah. when I was there. A lot of people were like, um, is there a problem with her and the baby? And I'm like, absolutely not. No, she thinks not. the baby is hers. Yeah. She's very nervous around her and like just wants to smell girl, her. For the first day, every time I went to pick up the baby, she would bark. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing with the baby? Yeah. yeah. When I'm at home, like, you know, and I pick the baby up, she'll come walk up. She's always just laying next to mm-hmm. me no matter where I am in the house, but she just wants to smell her and mm-hmm. then she'll lay down like, okay, I'm comfortable now. I yeah, just want to make sure very she's good. good. Mm-hmm. She's very good. Yeah, there's no fucking complaints. But I think with all your, you know, your health stuff and I think it, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's just one other thing I've been dealing with. But I mean, the baby's great. 
Um, Shoot, listen, I she, had the baby for fucking yeah three days, and mm-hmm. she was so she was really good. Mm-hmm. She's so and Bunny was amazing. That's yeah. like baby mom, junior mom. She's yeah, she's a they're amazing, super big help. Um, but you know when I need to shower and everything, like Bunny's fine. T- you know, taking her mm-hmm. if I need to run to the fucking store or something or anything like that. Bunny's good with sitting with her. Yeah. I've, that's bunny's baby girl yeah we knew we kind of knew that yeah, was gonna for, i knew happen. it <laughs> oh wait so i wanted to tell you kind of already know about this but right. i wanted to talk about as if i was not under enough stress and worry when i was in the hospital the second time around i went to a different hospital because i was still so pissed at john muir and walnut creek oh god so this yes. time i went to the one in concord so when they admitted me, you know, it took a while. <laughs> they had to do hella tests before they took me upstairs to a room. So when they finally did take me to a room, it wasn't um, an, a, a private. A private. It was a shared room. And so I was like, wait, like COVID is a concern. Right. Like, you know, I, I wasn't comfortable, but I was like, what the fuck? But, you know, I was just like, let me just lay down because like my fucking chest hurts and yeah. I'm already stressed out. I think I had a fucking heart attack, like whatever. So. It's an older, older Asian woman. She was like, I didn't look at her for very long because I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. I just like glanced over real quick. But she was older. She was probably in her 70s or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a curtain between us or whatever. But she was in there. I feel <laughs> They bad. couldn't have put a worse person <laughs> with this patient. Listen. Like, you're the worst person ever they could have put with this woman so you know i didn't ask or anything i did ask was she tested for covid and shit and i i you know shit like that that i should have asked but like i didn't find out until like at one time at one one of the days when the doctor came in to see her and i got to hear why she was in there so um i feel bad telling her fucking business but i'm laying there and um the doctor's like yeah you know how are you feeling does your stomach still hurt she was in there she was having stomach pains and they did an x-ray and she was just backed up with impacted with so much fucking shit up like high almost in her chest yep so they had to give her this so sodium carbonate or whatever drink to make Mm. her fucking shit but she shits her bed she doesn't shit in the toilet so for real i gotta be in the room for that like i can't so i called my nurse and i started panicking (laughs) so the doctor was like you refused this sodium drink why didn't you take it and i hear her lying to him i knew she shit her bed the night before because i could kind of got a whiff and they were changing her they tried to change her really fast and you know i knew the night before that was when i figured out okay she don't go to the bathroom the bathroom door was on my side by me right So I heard her lying to him and telling him that that day she had shit twice. And I'm like thinking to myself, no, you fucking didn't. So he goes, well, you you shouldn't still be having pain and you rejected this drink. Like you need to drink this so you can get some of that out because you're really, really backed up. And I'm just thinking, oh, God, no. And so um, she's like, okay. I'll, she, first, she was like, can I drink it at home? And he was like, yeah, if you insist. And so I'm thinking, good, thank God. And then she goes, no, I'll just do it here so then I could get the help. And I'm like, oh, oh God. Yeah. I mean, this is sad for her because, like, fuck. Like, I wouldn't want to shit with somebody in the room with me. No. But, you know. I can't shit with anybody in my house. <laughs> right. Right. Let alone a room. You have to lock yourself. Yeah. Yes. 
So, um, you know, I felt bad for her, too. But I'm just like, oh, no. So I got on the buzzer. I called my fucking nurse. She came in and I was whispering and I said, I, you know, I have to draw the line there. Like, that's beyond what I'm fucking comfortable with. I cannot. Um, the doctor was saying it's going to be a lot like it's going to be massive. So when she gets the sensation to immediately call the nurses to come in and help her. And they were going to bring like a commode in next to her bed and try to get her out of the bed in time. And bitch, you're like, you know, it's going to be liquid and it's going to hit the floor. Oh, yeah. And I was drinking the drink. It definitely is coming out liquid. It's not coming out hard. I know my face was probably sheer panic when I called the nurse because I was like, I listen, this is above and beyond what I can be comfortable with. And so they were like, well, there's no available empty rooms. So like maybe you could be in the family with waiting room and I said I don't care where you put me <laughs> you have to put you can me put somewhere. me in the janitor's closet exactly you have to take me out when it's time you know what I'm saying like we're gonna have to and I'm hooked up to IVs a heart monitor the whole time like hell is shit I have cords everywhere so I'm like I don't know how you're gonna do it but, but we have to do out. it yes so that was the first nightmare. Then one of the days I was in there, um, a crew, it was like a crew of like three nurses. They were like young nurses too. They come in and they're like, yeah, we, we just need to um, like check your backside and stuff. And they came in to do a skin check. On you? And I, yes. And I was like, wait, you want to like check my ass and shit? Are you checking for like bed scores? And they were like, yeah, we want to make sure. And I said, I ain't been here that long. Like, I'm fine. I said, I'm mobile. Like, I'm getting up. They came in. There was like maybe four of them. And they were like young. And I was like, you're not coming in here to check my ass. They're like, you're we want to inspect your butthole. Get up. <laughs> the look on my face. I was like, for like bed sores? For the second time in 24 hours. Sheer panic. Oh, like, I not i'm mobile like you're not fuck what i'm getting up and going to the fucking bathroom why is bed sores a concern for me like no i ain't been here you have the wrong patient yes she's over there i'm looking at them like you got me fucked up you're not checking my body for bed sores and so they were like well i could put down that you know you refuse you put Put it down down. you better put something because i'm not letting y'all come in here you hadn't even been there and disrobe me no and make me turn over so you can stare at my ass Right. All of y'all. No, we're not doing that. I'm not that. old enough for that no, yet. No, <laughs> And when I am, I'm killing I was myself. like, is this a joke? Like, who sent y'all in here? Fuck no. So, yeah, no skin checks. Okay. <gasps> oh, fucking God. Yes. I'm no. just like, what next? What fucking next? I said I was vegetarian. They brought me chicken enchiladas. Wow. That looked like they were ran through the dishwasher. They were like, there's no chicken. Like, no, I'm not eating this. Like, no. <laughs> Fuck you guys, please. I just need a break. I really need a fucking no, break. No, really. It's like a joke at this point. Man, it's one thing after another. It is. Just when you start to calm down mm-hmm. from one, here comes another. And it's not like a minor thing. It's no. like something that I need help with and I'm not the best with asking for help. And yeah, my cousin came over the other day. Thank God she hung out with me all day. She took me to grocery shopping and I, like that was a huge help because carrying the shit to my apartment was going to be a problem. Me driving there was going to be. And like, I had to talk with her yeah, to, to set to it up because I knew you weren't going to say hey mm-hmm. can somebody blah 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 i even ignored her for like a day because i because i had fucking diarrhea from out of this world and i was like just not answering anyone 
So I, I the next day I was like, I'm sorry. Like I was in bed. I'm better today. Like you can come today. <laughs> fuck. Fuck my life. Seriously. Like fuck my fucking life. You know what? Yeah. I feel like it needs to calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, it says it comes in three. So I figure c There's been like five. Right. I, we're maxed out. Mm-hmm. We need a break. Yeah. So after you got home, you know, and I, you got situated. I've been watching Will's kids mm-hmm. um, doing online school. And uh, so they've been coming to my house. How's and, that been going? Okay. Except one day I had lunch in the oven and I guess Vinny wasn't paying attention. Uh, but it wasn't done right when his lunch break hit. Mm-hmm. And I get a call from my brother and he's like, will calls me and he's like i don't know what the fuck's going on but vinny's gonna have cps at your house he said he's messaging his teacher talking about he's hungry and nobody feeds him what (laughs) yes oh my god and they called him at work so will has a really good relationship with his teacher she actually listens to our show oh god which is cool but i'm like Vinny, <laughs> food is in the fucking oven, dude. How about you come tell Auntie? Like, why are you telling why? your teacher? He likes her, so he just messages. Oh, no. And I'm like, he's going to have CPS. <laughs> fucking thank God. You he's know. hungry and no one's feeding him. And nobody feeds me. <sighs> so, I, you know, I posted about it on Facebook and people commented. My one friend, her daughter was at school and she just wanted an extra bag of chips. So mm-hmm. she lied to the teacher and was like, I'm so hungry. I, I don't, I didn't eat at home. You know what? No one fed me. The teacher called home and and wanted to, you know, have a meeting with the parents and inquire why this child is not getting fed. As they should. Because she's lying but about no, wanting hot Cheetos. she just wanted extra hot chips. And then another friend, same kind of situation at school where they were having <sighs> treats and she wanted extra lied. So... Um, her and her dude were going through a divorce at the time mm-hmm. and the the teacher and shit had called um, the dad mm-hmm. and the dad being vindictive <gasps> called CPS. Oh, no. So. But so, it wasn't a real situation. No. It was just the kid wanting like extra. Or something. Yep. Extra extra treats at school. But the dad took it as an opportunity to be a motherfucker. And use it against the other parent. Yeah, and there was another person who commented saying a teacher called home inquiring about food rations because same situation, kids wanting extra treats. You know, with kids being home right now, like, that's a big concern. Like, you know, a lot of the schools are still providing meals. Um, The school district calls our phones all the time. I wish they would stop fucking calling. I'm so sick of it. But they call with the meal schedule. So, like, if your kids, if there isn't enough food at home, kids can still go and get, like, lunch and shit um from their school yeah um yeah so that's like a real so they are taking that hella seriously yeah so i'm like thank god will's cool with this teacher and she's like hey county officials didn't come to your fucking door will sounded so stressed out he's like i'm so fucking sick of him he's gonna fucking cps at your house he had to stop work so he could call you about it and I was like, Vinny, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> you're like, gonna I get was auntie. hungry. Yeah, you're going to get auntie in trouble. I'm like, I'm in the kitchen. It's in the oven, Vincenzo. <laughs> Calm down. You prick. Yeah. Oh, my God. So. No, we were laughing, too, about Natalia. 
fucking lying to Carolyn and shit. Wasn't she saying she was done yes. with school? She totally pulled one on Carolyn. <laughs> she was like, I'm good. I'm done with my Zoom classes but for the day. But she wasn't done. No, and her schedule is posted right next to her work area. Right. But you know, she's fucking, she knows who to try that she shit She knows with. who to work. <laughs> <laughs> she missed her last Zoom class. Because she lied to Carolyn and told her she was fucking done. So now Carolyn can't watch him by herself. No. Another person has to be there. <laughs> they know who to play for yeah, sure. They do. Oh my god. Um the the other day I had to take I had to go pick up Carolyn, bring her here to sit with the kids while I took my dad to the VA, right? Mm-hmm. My dad, Carolyn's in the car. My dad gets in the car. He's, he can barely breathe. Like, he's gasping for oh. air, struggling, trying Why? to find his inhaler. He gets it out. He takes 400 puffs of it, you know. I didn't know he used an inhaler. He smokes like a fucking train. He sleeps with, he's supposed to be sleeping with oxygen oh, and shit, and he right. don't. So, he's struggling, and between gasping for breaths, he's like, Grizzy, I'm going to smoke a cigarette no. before we get on the freeway. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I get hella mad and I'm like, why you're not going to die in my car. You're not going to smoke a cigarette until you can breathe properly. And why do I have to fucking parent you? And he looks at me and goes, because you're the bitch. And oh. then. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to listen to him and Carolyn argue the whole way over who could push who better in a wheelchair. What? Yes. It gets better. So I drop Carolyn off. <laughs> We get to the VA. You should make them race. Listen to this day. We get to the <laughs> we get to the VA. I get a call from the par- the mobile home trailer park manager, uh-huh. and she's Missy is my dad's dog, and she's like, and you know Missy's mean. She bites, bites and shit. She's Bitch a little you. like a Chihuahua mix, but she bites. She's a fucking cunt. Yeah. And the park manager's like, Crystal, I just wanted to call and let you know, Missy's running around outside. And nobody wants to catch her because she bites. Oh, my fucking God. So we threw treats on the porch, and she's sitting there right now. So I'm like, Dad. But I don't know how long that's going to last. I'm like, Dad, what the fuck? Thank God we were just there for med pickup. But you were, like, far away, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I'm like, who can I call? Who can I fucking call? So I call fucking Angela. And I'm like, dude, I'll pay you if you go to my dad's house. <laughs> you might get bit, but. I'm like, she's fucking, she should be all right. My dad's Put on, not like, there. like, four jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it doesn't hurt as bad. So she's trying to get her in the house and Missy's nipping at her, dude, trying to oh bite her. Oh, my God. She gets her in the house. My dad not only left the back sliding glass door open. What? He left the TV on, the lights on, and a fucking portable heater on. So not only are you trying to burn the trailer down, but you didn't even try to keep her You're in You're going it. to a home. Yeah. You belong in a fucking <laughs> you home. You can no longer care for yourself. No. Oh, my God. The door, the sliding door is wide open. So thank God for her. But then this day gets better. I have to take him to the bank to do some paperwork for my grandma's old account. Uh-huh. And You're transferring everything to you. So <laughs> tell no, the there's truth. There's no money. We're fucking poor. So I take him there because he's next to Ken. There's also a safety deposit box that I needed to figure out how it's my grandfather's. So mm-hmm. we don't have a key to it. And so we're there. <clears throat> And we're standing in line. And mind you, you know, they're following so- social distance protocol. Yeah. Everybody's like not six, but like four or five feet apart. Mm-hmm. So there's like 20 people inside the bank, including all the staff. And then the line goes out the door. So the door is open. Yeah. And, you know, banks have like um, high ceilings. So the acoustics are really loud in there. <laughs> we're at the window. 
they need my dad's military ID. So he's digging in his wallet and he has like this, you unzip it and it's like accordion style, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's digging through it. I imagine him with a Velcro wallet. Maybe with like a van on it or something. (laughs) It's a fucking eagle. It says go army with an eagle. Yeah. That's what it should be. So he's digging through it and let me just set the scene. You know, my dad has on his favorite black sweatsuit that's seen 900 years. Mm-hmm. It has fucking 500 burn holes in it. Yes. It you looks know, like Swiss cheese. You know, he weighs like 30 pounds. He mm-hmm. looks like he came from Auschwitz. Yes, I'm not even he joking. Does, he, does. he does. You know, he stands hunched over because the arthritis in his neck. Yes. He has on the army hat and his gray hairs are like sticking out the sides of it. Oh. I just need you guys to know what he looks like before I tell you this. <laughs> so he looks like a victim of some sort and it's like three and four minutes pass and he still hasn't found this id and the line mind you is out the door the teller looks irritated Mm -hmm. so i turn around and i put my hand out and i said dad let me help you find your military id girl he snatched his wallet back hella fast and he screamed no just like that just loud like that what did he flinch Yes, he snatched the wallet back like um Oh bitch, you're going to jail. And I and I had to turn around. I couldn't <sighs> even call him a motherfucker or an asshole because every eye in there was on me. Why I, did he do that? I looked like I beat him. Yes. I know they thought that I was making That you were him walking his decrepit ass to, to the steal teller his money and to I beat steal him. His, yes. Yep. That's what it looked like. Yep. And I just <gasps> I just turned around and looked at the teller and I just stood there and I didn't say anything <gasps> else. I was biting the insides of my cheeks because I wanted what You wanted to punch It gets him. better. Two minutes after that, he <gasps> taps me on the shoulder with his wallet and he goes, here, Chrissy, you can help me find my ID. After you screamed in after here. After you screamed And now no. you have everyone watching me. I wanted to take that wallet. If I wasn't scared of prison, I would have threw it across the fucking <laughs> bank as hard as I could and clotheslined oh, him. When we got out to the car, I said, why the fuck would you scream like that? I said, everybody thinks I beat you and steal your fucking money. Yes, you guys are on high alert now. Not His knowing. account is flagged for um, abuse, <laughs> elderly abuse. They're going to show up at my house. EPS yeah. is going to fucking show up. Yes. And he goes, because I was, I was looking for something and you were bothering me. So you screamed? You scream. He screamed like in oh, terror. Uh-uh. You're not getting an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Don't you a even sausage McMuffin. Don't you even fucking ask. We are not stopping. Don't ask me for cigarettes at the end of the month when you have no money. You're not getting it now. Oh my god. I know everybody thought that. Everybody yes. had to have think oh she beats him. Because he looks like you found him. Yeah. She's stealing from <laughs> yes. and you're walking him into the bank of all places. And he follows behind me because he walks slower. And he and he walks hunched over. Like an abused little It looks puppy. like I don't feed him. Right. Oh, my God. He's, That's great. That's a so, great look. That was Thanks. a fucking day from hell. Thanks, Billy. Um, I'm going to just tell you something. Um, So I don't want to like I, I shouldn't be telling. I don't know if I should be telling this story or not. So um, a, a friend mm-hmm. told me that uh, a story the other day. She was at my house and um, she was telling me about this guy that like she knew or whatever from the neighborhood and shit. And he was cool. He was like ex tweaker, Mm -hmm. but he was like clean for a few years. He had a job. He was like working nearby in the neighborhood, um, had some responsibility, had like keys to his job and shit, um, was doing good for a while. Um, this friend, he had like helped her move before and shit Mm -hmm. because he had access to a van and, 
uh, this is so fucking wild. She tells me that, like, you know, she knew him for a while. Like, he helped her move, whatever. You know, he had been around the kids before. And DNA testing, bitch, he he came up in the system. And it turns out he's a fucking serial killer. You motherfucking lie. In Richmond and San Pablo. And his name is Wild Bill. What? Bitch. She pulled the fucking Google shit up for me and showed me like 25 fucking mug shots of him. Is he in jail? Yes. And he's never getting out. How many people did he kill? He killed, I don't know. It was like 10 or something. Like it was women raped and killed all of these fucking women. And thank God for DNA testing and the database and I was like, is this real life? Like, I listen to so many true crime podcasts and shit like this. You're all tell me everything. And it's in our neighborhood. Like, how the fuck did I not know about this? How is that not on the news and shit? Yes. Well, maybe it was because I don't have cable and I don't watch the fucking news anymore. But his name is Wild Bill, bitch. And he fucking looks like a wild bill like a skinny ex-tweaker white <laughs> like man. my dad's brother basically yeah <laughs> he looks like um a little bit healthier your dad and i was like are you fucking and she's kidding cool me with, it was cool with him and had was no, cool with him had him help her move like the, had no, the kids met him and shit you like, really have no idea you have no fucking idea and you know she knew he was an ex-tweaker but like not that he was into no shit like that Wow. But um yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? I guess he had rel- That's relapsed um a little bit before he got caught. He relapsed and he had acted weird in, he fr- felt in it front coming. of in front of another friend. He started doing some weird shit and she cut. And so what they kind of figure is that like while he was getting high and on drugs, that's what made him turn into this other person that was like doing these crimes because he showed signs of some weird shit once he relapsed that he had never acted like before. Wow. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like this was literally in my neighborhood. That is terrifying. Yes. Yes. And it was all, it went back as far as like the fucking seventies and like, you know, he had done just every few years or whatever, like, wow, yes, and left DNA in that many victims that he got. And he pled guilty. He pled guilty and he got fucking life. And this was like not um, an old case. So if you guys search like Wild Bill in Richmond, California or San Pablo, California, you'll see like the, the cases and shit. Holy shit. I'm going to Google it when we take a break. I was shocked, like, to hear about a serial killer that close to home. Like, you know, we hear about the Golden State Killer, Zodiac Killer, shit like that. But this is in our city. Like, Like where we are a lot. Yes. What the fuck? I was shocked. Holy shit. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Damn. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Since we didn't even record last week, Mm-mm. two well, weeks, duh. yeah, two weeks ago, duh, we were together. <laughs> yeah, RBG died last week, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I think so. She died mm-hmm. last week, and you know what's fucked up is I'm reading a lot of shit that's not favorable about her. Uh, it goes back and forth. Yeah, it does. I mean, she did a lot of good. I'm not just disregarding all of the good that she did. She first, when Colin Kaepernick first started protesting, she made a statement criticizing it. And then she Then she apologized. I did read the apology, but she was like for uh, speeding up uh, immigrant deportation and like supporting ICE and like a lot of that, which is not good. And... You know, I know she made a lot of advancements for women yeah. and, you know, shit that wouldn't even be possible for us today if it wasn't for her. 
I'm not, right. I'm not discrediting that, but uh, she's still white. So, know. you know what I mean? It's one of those situations where it's like um, you can expect that kind of shit from white people. Yeah. Especially from her <clears throat> generation and like, you know. Right. Even though she was progressive about some stuff for women, she wasn't progressive for, like, people of color. It, yeah, it took a while for that shit to catch on, and it, you're right. It's, yeah. It's I mean, the ice people. shit was recent, you know? Wow. And so it's like, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Cause, it is. Because, you know, I thought she was this great person. I, Sonia Sotomayor's... Uh, Who's that? A Supreme Court judge. Oh. She's a... Um, a woman of color mm-hmm. and she's um, a Democrat, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but have you seen, so remember I was telling you uh, back when, I want, I'm going to say his name wrong, and it was a Supreme Court judge that died under Obama. Um, mm-hmm. His name was Antonin Scalia or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably totally butchering his name, but he died. Mm-hmm. And it was during election time. And Mitch McConnell jumped in and he um, basically made it because Obama was going to nominate this dude named, um, oh God, Merrick Garland. For, but they held off, right? Right. So Obama, yeah, Obama had a nominee in line, Merrick mm-hmm. Garland. Uh, Mitch McConnell, um, he basically was like, nope, nope, you have to let the new president because it was during an election it was close. time. Yeah. Yep. So he was like, nope. So Obama did not get to mm-hmm. um, and now put it's forth like his nominee. You fucking should have because. Well, now Donald Trump, hello, our elections in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And they are like fast forwarding trying to get this woman in. And have you. Yeah, re- they already picked ha- her. I haven't read up have on you, her, oh, but Lord. Uh, I, I know what to expect. So she's part of a religious group that's called um, People of Praise. And one of their key, um, I'm going to say values, their key values. They're like no birth control. Is, is that women, um, they teach women to submit to their husbands. You as know the what? Head of the I'm household. not fucking, no. And this no. is who, and this is who. <laughs> of course. That's why I say I know what to expect. Because they're going to put, if it's going to be a woman, it's going to be the kind of woman they want. Which is submissive. And bows down. Um, yeah. And and doesn't think we need rights to our you bodies. You suck and my shit. dick and bake me cookies. <laughs> yeah, basically. And you have a, Make rib- me a, a ribbon in your hair while you do it. Yep. Oh, and you God. better put on that fucking lipstick before I get right. home from work. Mm-hmm. And the house better be clean. Oh God. Yeah, she's. Um, I yeah yeah. It doesn't look good. I don't. I just don't feel like it should be fair. If mm-hmm. if we did it that way, one time we're gonna do it that way every time. You're gonna let the new president, but. You know, ding dong, the fucking toddler that runs the country right now. Well, you saw he already said he's not um, going to peacefully. He's not vacating. No. Peacefully. No. He said it. He's not peacefully walking away from this presidency. Who does that? A child. A child. But you want people to protest peacefully. But you're flat out saying you're not even going to leave this seat We're going to have a fucking civil war, dude. Yeah. yeah. For I real. think that's what he wants. Like, that's what he's trying I to stir up. I hope he fucking dies in the process. Don't yeah. put me on a watch list for saying that. Yeah, what uh, but the fuck? It doesn't look mess. good. It's it's kind of scary. I don't read into a lot of shit because it makes me feel claustrophobic. He's like this authoritarian. Wow. Am I dying? Yes, yeah. there you go. Dictator. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he wants to be. Of course. 
Of course. You know, he's trying to ban TikTok and shit and WeChat. Just. Well, that's because he doesn't trust China. That makes sense. But like, Russia's um, great. We're oh, yeah. We're going to be best friends they're, with Russia. Because he's friends with them. So that's why it's different it's, for them. <laughs> that just, my God, just bounce, bounce, bounce. You know, yeah. up, down, just. And the presidential debate is on tonight, you guys. At, well, it would have been yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, this some is the, people will hear it tonight. This is the first one that I really want to watch in a long time, just because it's going to be two kids that are like, um, not very smart. This <laughs> going back and forth with each other. This motherfucker and Joe. I about to say Joe Trump, bitch. Donald Trump. <laughs> what i feel like right this motherfucker donald trump said <laughs> sleepy joe biden needs to take a drug test he requested a drug test for that old ass for fucking the man. debate bitch yeah a drug like are you serious <laughs> knock it the fuck you kids knock it the fuck but off the, the clap back from joe biden's campaign was even fucking funnier they were like if he wants to um, use urine, you know, since he pissed off the 200,000 lives you kids. to COVID. Like, oh you my kids, God. Can you stop? Yeah. It, I don't it's going to be a, a shit faith. show. I, I just feel like mm-hmm. it is. I might even drink a fucking beer and watch it because I feel like it's, it's going to be, be such entertaining. a joke. Yeah. I can't wait to see the memes and like the, oh my God, what social media the, pulls the gifts, from it. Mm-hmm. They're going to, cause you know, Donald Trump's going to do, he's, he's going to do something ridiculous. He's probably eating double cheeseburgers right now. His speech pattern right is worse than mine, wait. okay? I barely yeah. can get words out. And he's the fucking president. <laughs> it's right. Worse. But he just lies with no shame. He says anything. <laughs> he knows it's not true. And he says fucking, <laughs> with confidence, says anything. You got to kind of admire that about a person. Like, <gasps> to you just have not give any the fucks. Gall. You have so much fucking nerve. His like, balls <laughs> better tuck into his motherfucking ankle socks, dude, because the way he just he operates. He just does not care. And that's what a lot of people like about him. And I think that's what I hate about him is your ego is so big, but mm-hmm. you don't have the intelligence to back it up. You don't. And you that's re- what I don't respect. No. You're just saying any, blindly saying anything. Now, if you were cocky and arrogant and you had a reason to be. Yeah. It'd be different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, he released his taxes. We all got to see what a shit show that is. Right. And right. Um, he acts like he's this. Fuck. He thinks he's on just more amazing than everybody. Yeah. And those are the words he would have used. I'm I'm more amazing. Right. I'm, I'm so big. I'm Rules so. Rules are bent and broken for him. And, and that's what's not like that. fair. That's what it shouldn't be. Like we nope. shouldn't have a system that excuses everything and it's literally been everything he hasn't even he as soon as he got elected as president he was supposed to divest from his businesses that um cause conflict with being a president Yeah, he's not doing none of that he never did that no every other president is that has had you know that same conundrum come up has divested nope no he's not nothing he's not playing by the same rules nope motherfucker we're doing this podcast by candlelight right now i just yeah want it's you guys a little weird i'm like can you turn a light on because it's really <laughs> seancey it is it's very fucking dark in here now all of a sudden it just got dark out of fucking nowhere yeah. and we only have a fucking candle <laughs> so i saw a post the other day and hella people were shocked um i think i might have shared it and it was like something about vaginas bleaching panties yeah. So many people didn't know that was a thing. I even had some women that responded. I didn't even bother because I'm not, it's not my job to explain it. Google it. Let's you know, talk you, about this. They're saying like, they were like, excuse me, what? 
I guess if you wear like light colored underwear, you wouldn't notice it. Right. All of my underwear is black. Right. So I, you know, I have orange spots in my panties let's, and shit. Let's talk about why. It's completely normal. Vaginas are very acidic. Period. That's why that happens. It's not because your vagina's dirty. Right. Or you have Toxic. fucked up discharge. <laughs> right. Or... You don't have nuclear poison coming out no. of your... No. No, it's You totally... have a pussy. Yeah, your pH, um, your it's it's acidic. Like, um, it's totally fucking normal. It's a sign of a healthy vagina. And women who act like they don't have discharge are lying. Every... Unless you have a dry fucking pussy. Well, let me and not say all women. Let me say cis women. All yeah. cis women um, have discharge. And yeah. it's normal. It's totally normal. I, unless you're like a dehydrated person, I don't see who would not have it. You know what I mean? And it's like, heavier certain times yeah. of the month. Sometimes but you don't have any during the month. My sister pointed some pointed posted something earlier that made a lot of sense. And it said, um, why do parents do shit like not let their daughters wear bras and not teach them about discharge and shit like it's going to make them a whore or something like it's it's weird and it, it's true like no one taught me shit about my fucking vagina I thought discharge was a problem I started putting soap like cleaning with soap up in my pussy oh hole my God. and lit my shit on fire and fucking had a raging yeast infection after and like because I thought discharge was bad I thought something was wrong like you have to let your kids know that's healthy. Like that's yes. normal. You have to, that's your, you, it's a self-cleaning oven. Yep. Like I've said that before. Yep. Um, Your pussy does that. It, it's a sign of it doing what it's supposed to fucking yeah, do. It's supposed to do that. You yeah. don't want to stop it from and doing that. Bleaching your panties is also yes. healthy. It's not a sign of anything wrong. You can Google it and you know, you'll, you'll find out information on that. I was just surprised to see how many women did not one never experienced it, but never heard of it either i yeah i saw that post go around um a while ago and there were a lot of women on there talking about not my panties right my, my shit looks like this and it was it was uh, uh the poster panties challenge where bitches were posting the crotch of their oh underwear. god i've seen that before so don't they do could that post no discharge like it's just well then something's wrong yeah because you should at least have some kind of wet spot like at yes. some point during the day or night vaginas are moist they yeah. are we've said it before yeah. they're fucking moist that's they're supposed to be yeah yeah. So, so um, I don't know. I don't know how you would bring up a conversation like that to your kids. I don't really want to be like, hey, bunny, like if you have discharge, you know what bunny, I mean? do you have discharge but, right now? Because it's cool if you do. <laughs> I've had but, I've had the well, Charlene, you know, originally my mom. She's good had for bringing up the girls shit like that. Yeah, she did for me when I was younger, too. That's I good. just felt so awkward, embarrassed about it. I hid everything and yeah. stole her tampons and never told her. Um. Stevie is like that how I was she, she don't oh, want yeah, to talk about talk about she shit. just recently let me take her bra shopping I gotta take Bunny. and I couldn't stand by her I just I measured her so she knew her size <laughs> she's so independent but I couldn't stand by her I couldn't help mm-hmm. her I had to like go you know a few racks away in my, oh, my you business measured her Mm-hmm. Can you measure bunny? Because yeah. then I could just order some. Because yep. you know, with COVID and shit, like a lot of places aren't open. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you can do that, and then I can just order to her some online. Yep. And then um, she was like, "Wait for me over there when <laughs> yes. it's time to pay. Yep. Then you can come walk up." Um, but yeah, she's gonna. So they know, mm-hmm. but she's going to be a... You've talked about vagina stuff with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stevie don't like to hear it at all. Yeah. Naya is, like, very open and... 
I guess I totally should mention it to mature. Bunny because I don't want her to burn her shit up the way I yeah. did. You're going to... That would be unfortunate. Catch her making a homemade douche or something. Yeah. I just remember, like, using my hands and, like, fucking putting soap up there. Oh, my God. And ruined myself. Wasn't <laughs> like, it? It was ruined for, like, five days. Well, then, and you get getting soap in your urethra. That's all, you that's know. That's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Like, ow. We, you don't want to do that either. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is really important to talk to your daughters about those things. And I don't, talk to your sons, too. I'm you not, know? They, his dad could do that. I'm not fucking talking about his dick. At this point, you're no, so no, no. old, you better be fucking clean. About women's shit. bodies and about what's oh. normal to expect when they start messing with women. You know, like, it's normal mm-hmm. for a woman to have a discharge. Women have periods, like... Yeah, I'm not doing that. I hope his. I, I mean, you. he's already been up in vaginas by now, so it's like you better already be familiar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, we're past that stage. I missed it. But you I know how some boat. boys, I'm gonna say boys, yeah, yeah. Are, get grossed out by periods or try to tease girls or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know about normal shit. Yeah, that should be occurring. bodies do gross things. They do. And like, I wish that I knew more about like what I was hair. supposed to have growing up. I know. And, you know? And I found out later, like, oh. We didn't have Google. Mm, no, we, we, we didn't. We couldn't jump on the internet and find it out for ourselves. No, there was no internet. So I guess that's good for the kids. They yeah. can answer their own questions. Right. right. God. <laughs> you want to take a break? Yeah, let's. Let's. We can get some lights on in here. I know. I can't even read and my And check notes. on PP. Yeah. Oh, PP. <laughs> That's the baby. Actually, that's my name. No, it's not. (laughs) Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days it feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my mental health has taken a huge hit. If you're stressed, dealing with anxiety, anger, grief, trauma, maybe even having relationship issues or trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash HELLO. Here we go. I said I probably would have been a lot smoother about it than that, but okay. <laughs> you should have said I have to check. Let me see, you guys. I have to make sure I have to make sure they're healthy. I need to see where you are in your cycle. Can you guys take your underwear off real quick? From the little bit that I fucking heard, um, Donald Trump is showing his ass. It's embarrassing. He's talking over the moderators, 
He's bringing up Joe Biden's son being on drugs. The moderator was like, I think the people are more concerned with what we're, what we're, uh, yeah, like brought up our country. Like, I, I don't, I don't think his son's drug problem is a concern of the American people. Right. It's you know? like Jerry Springer episode. It is. That's what the president They're talking. Is. They're like yelling over each other. And God damn. Donald Trump is fucking embarrassing. He is a fucking toddler. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't believe here we are. Again. They what asked him, is? what is his plan for the next four years regarding climate change? And he was like, I want to get the best trees and the best water and, and the, the cleanest. Yes, and the cleanest water, and that, and they were like, okay. And then they asked again, but what is the plan for cli- regarding right. climate change? Like, and he said it. Trees. Yeah. <laughs> what, sir? What? They asked him like four fucking times. Yes, the like, same thing. Yeah, that's not answering my question. Motherfucker. <laughs> then he brought up Europe's trees. <laughs> Their forests. Yeah, <laughs> sir. Again, that's not what I'm fucking asking you. How? And, and people, there's people watching it going. Cheering him on. Yeah. Cheering him on. Him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't understand. Don't get it. Not that, you know, I think Joe Biden is great, but mother. Fuck, yeah. I, I, I'm not cheering. Mm-mm. Jesus Christ, the Latter-day Saints are Mormons. Um. What? So I was listening to this is actually happening to the podcast. I mm-hmm. listened to the episode that you told me. I saved it for last just because I was doing the night shift and the stranger in the dark, the woman walking to work. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's episode mm-hmm. one sixty. It's really good. It's very good, and she references an app that she used that mm-hmm. she credits to Samir called Moonlight. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. Yeah. I put it on my phone. Oh yeah. It's a fucking great resource. If you are a woman walking by yourself, basically the gist is you keep your finger on the screen. Uh huh. Uh, if you take your finger off at any time, you have 10 seconds to enter your little pin. Uh-huh. If you don't, it'll for dispatch to, to where you are. Yes. That's good. When I was listening to that, I, I like made a mental note, like go check out that app. And then, of course, my memory right. failed me and I never did. And so, so it's called Moonlight? It's called Moonlight. And oh. I think um, all, everybody, women. That's fucking smart. It, it basically saved her life. If you guys listen. Yeah, if you listen to the episode, um, and I know from experience, when you're in a situation and you're frantic, um, your brain brain doesn't work, right? You're not going to fucking, you might have trouble just unlocking your phone, let alone dialing and all that shit. So yeah, that that sounds like a really really good thing to have. So when I downloaded it, I also saw, I'm a slacker, (laughs) I also saw that there, um, you can pay as Mm -hmm. well for different levels. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but just go like on a, there. other features are unlocked. Yes. Yeah, just go on there, check it out. I think that sounds good. While we're on that subject, um, a listener had uh, heard a, was listening to a previous episode where we talked about renters insurance and just like the importance and everything. And she mentioned, I think she lives in Southern California, but she said she um, her property that she lives on or whatever has them go through a website called Lemonade. 
and I think she said she pays five bucks for renter's insurance. Like we, we, yeah, we mentioned before how cheap it is. Um, I know mine through, I used to go through state state farm and it was like $17 a month. Like it's very inexpensive. Um, of course it depends on what your limits, your coverages are, um, what you want your limits to be and everything, but it's, for the most part, I think it's like under 20 bucks and this one is $5. So like, you know, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's important it's just so with these fires and yeah. Yeah. No, no, but like water damage and just all kinds of shit. Like your apartments ain't covering that shit. Yeah, they're not covering any of your shit. So you need to look out for yourself. It's just part of being grown. Definitely look into that. Speaking of being grown, I'll say this real quick. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about (laughs) except for being grown. When I first watched the Two Girls, One Cup video, I was... It came out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's old. It was probably one of the first viral shock videos. Mm -hmm. For those of you who aren't aware what Two Girls, One Cup is... You go Google that and you go watch it. And you decide if you want to look at that. It's basically um, two women that... They're eating shit. Spread their buttholes, poop in a cup. One eats it. She pushes it through her teeth. You don't need to do all that. You don't need to do that. (laughs) It's like real shock. It's extreme, hardcore, like, um, scat play. That's what it is. So, you know, when I was younger, I smoked hella weed. I drank, so... You differently, so mm-hmm. I watched it and I just was like, Oh, that's gross, whatever, not my thing. So while Maria was in the hospital, <laughs> this I'm, bitch is in the parking I, lot. I don't know what on earth I, made her I, fucking I, do this. Listen. I'm in there like crying about to get an EKG I, and I'm watching people eat shit <laughs> and vomiting. Listen, I was listening to a podcast and they had brought up that the two girls, one cup, and they had mentioned that one of them died. And I was yeah, that was a rumor that I thought was true. So why did people stop that? Is because somebody wrote a satire article and said that one of them died of dysentery. Mm-hmm. So not true. She's not dead. So I googled up where where are they now? I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. And um, they are they're from Brazil. They're still in Brazil. They still uh, work for that company. They still make those type of films. And this is like films. over a decade later. Like that was an We're old. Yeah, yeah, that was an old video. Yeah, so they're still in the business. Okay, and I mentioned there is so much motherfucking money in that. There is, listen, I get people that call me no matter what state. I've worked in a lot of different states. When Bunny was little, I used to travel a lot. Um, East Coast, uh, Midwest, just all over. Every state I've ever fucking been to, I would get calls for that. And I would be very honest with them and I would tell them I can try. Um, I can't promise that because, you know, your body gives you stage fright and shit like that. I tell them like experiences that I've had before. I'm just very transparent. Like I tell them um, because I don't want to waste anybody's time and I don't want no shit if I can't deliver. You know what I mean? So um, to avoid any drama, I would tell them up front, like I can, I will come and try, but if uh, I can't, I'm still keeping 50%. Right. You know what I mean? And you still have to pay me up front. So um, I'm telling you now, every state I've ever been to, there's people that were like, name your fucking price. 
literally like 5,000, 10,000, name your fucking price and are serious. And they're like, oh, why are you half now? Like no joke. There's so much fucking money in that. Um, it's ridiculous. And I think it's mostly because there's no supply. Like a lot of people cannot fucking do it. I was going to say the demand goes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you don't want to offend the person that's, you know, I've had experiences with, with just urine and like, I told the story before where my cousin did a double with me and she fucking threw up in front of the client and he was pissed. It ruined the fucking session. He was offended. He was pissed. I don't want to offend anybody that I'm doing a session with. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's fucking rude and you're ruining, excuse me, the the experience. Exactly. So you have to not only be able to fucking shit, but you have to be able to hold it together. And that means your face, um, you know, your gag reflex. Let me tell you guys how well I held it together. <laughs> so after reading about where they are now, I said, let me fucking pull up the video. It had been, it's been many years since I watched mm-hmm. it. I puked out the side of my fucking car. In the hospital well parking lot. I fucking held it together. I fucking dry heaved like four times. I was trying to like not throw up. I was like. And, dude, I puked all outside of my car. So, whoever can do that. You're rich. High five. Them bitches, I guarantee, are millionaires. I guarantee it. They have to be living good because. Yes. I guarantee it. They still make those those specific type of films. Yeah. Like, shock genre. Well, it's scat play. If you can do scat play, there's endless. And just even watch somebody else vomit without gagging. Mm-hmm. Let alone take it in your mouth and eat it and eat it and spit it into each other's mouth. And just, yeah, they go far, far. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking. Yeah. But I mean, I just know what the prices are for not even doing that much. Right. Like just literally, you Holding know, yeah. I know what the prices are for that. So it's like, imagine what they can be fucking charging. Even if you're only taking a small percentage of that for yourself. And like, let's say you have a booking company or whatever, you're still going to fucking clean up like so much money. So that's the I don't even know how we got on that. Yeah. How did we fucking go there? Oh, let me tell you. Yeah. As an older adult, it affected you different way different i was able to watch the video you know last time and just be like oh that's gross but i didn't yeah yeah it's different it is very different so um i just have a couple stories of like celebrity news that i thought were interesting first of all have you heard have you been following the shit show at all that is dr dre's divorce yes and i saw his daughter (laughs) Oh yeah, she went bad on some people. She called Exhibit Alvin, bitch. Yeah, she <laughs> him and she tore into Fifty Cent. Good because I can't stand. Yeah. Talks to women and about women. Yeah, yeah, okay. she went bad on both of them. Um, she's a lawyer, right? Doctor Dre soon to be ex-wife. I believe she's a lawyer. I'm not sure. Nicole Young is her name. I'm not sure what she does, but. I mean, she is, like, claiming she owns part of the name Dr. Dre. She's going far. She's, like, asking for $2 million a month. Like, to me, it's a bit much. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. So, to me, um, but, you know, I, I feel like she's asking a little beyond well, what is reasonable. I wonder if she's asking what's beyond reasonable. 
as a starting point. Right, right. As a starting point for negotiations. That could make sense. But she's fucking herself up because she's acting a goddamn fool. So there's a company. It's I don't know if it's just a producing company or whatever. I forget the name. But Dr. Dre started it with another guy. Um, Nicole Young is listed as a trustee for the the business. Mm -hmm. She went and wiped out the account. It was fucking $353,000. Have they stated, god damn, have they stated why they're divorcing? Is it just like, um... Uh, I haven't heard anything about why. I'm curious, because if, if she's being, like, really vindictive, I wonder mm-hmm. if she did something to spark it, you know? Well, I I just have heard that, like, she said there was a prenup, but he ripped it up later. He's denying that he ever ripped it up later, and so it's still valid, um, you know, it doesn't work that way. Even right. if he did rip it up, it doesn't work that way. Right. That doesn't negate the, the you know, the prenup. Right. So, um, you know, she's mad about that. So, you know, she has all these demands or whatever. But she fucking went and wiped out that bank account that, you know, you can't do that. Like, that's a business account. It's not her account. Yeah. Like, you know, so they basically, his lawyers were like, you put that money back in there. You have a week to do it. And if you don't fucking do it, like we're pressing charges. So she needs to stop going off emotion and she's fucking herself up. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't do wild shit like that and fucking wipe out an account like that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I don't know if she was thinking he won't tell on her or whatever, you know, because, you know, they have a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was crazy. And then as far as her daughter, um, 50 Cent posted a picture of the family. It was the daughter, him and the wife. And he was like, bitches do too much. Like, how do you even ask for two million a month? And so the daughter went in the comments and was like, you're a fucking washed up 2000, 2000s rapper. Um, you filed for bankruptcy. Like you envy my family. Yeah. She was like, you envy my family and our status and wealth and like just went bad on him. And then, um, exhibit all he did was put what the fuck with hella question marks that was his comment and i didn't know if that if the what the fuck was towards Towards 50 cent or towards her asking for that amount of money yes but she didn't give a fuck yeah and she was like what the fuck she was like alvin after all my family did for you and your family like basically you know um don't call my mom a bitch yes like went bad no they didn't they didn't i think um the only thing 50 cents said was something like i'm gonna stay quiet i need dre for music Uh, i need dre for beats i have new music coming he said something i didn't see him say that he posted a picture of himself looking at his phone in shock and he put dr dre's daughter just told me shut the fuck up and put lol and then (laughs) so I, i saw where you know he was like i'm gonna stay quiet you know which is probably I mean, just out of respect for him, they're not going to go further with yeah. it. That's obvious. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's messy. Um, what else is fucking messy is uh, Tory Lanez made a post or whatever, and he was like, I'm going to go live on, uh, you know, my IG or whatever at 9 p.m. This was the other day, and he was like, so you guys tune in, oh, and so I'm going to fucking, yeah, he was like, I'm going to tell my side, like, so you guys, so he, he, you know, he got this buzz going, so everybody's going to go to his live. A lot of people were like, do not fucking give him the attention. Do not. 
people did anyway, this bitch announced an album release. And the album, isn't he talking about the internet? Yes. He called out a bunch of people. I guess he named Kehlani. He named um, a few other people that, you know, sided with her in support of what the fuck happened to her. And he included a lot of them in his music. Everybody was like, don't listen to that shit. Don't post. Don't include his name in any post. Don't give him the buzz that he wants. Don't include his name and shit. And then I was disappointed. Exactly. Exactly. So they were like, do not give him what he wants. So um, I was disappointed to see some people said that they fucking listened to some of the songs. And and I was like, what? Why would you fucking do that? And then they were like, uh, of course, they were guys. And they were like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, was he charged? Was he ever even charged? Like, that's what we're basing it on. Like, really? He obviously fucking did it. Yeah. Will not him. Right. They won't be I hope radio anymore. stations don't play his music. I hope, you know, um, I know, I think Apple Music was one of them. And I don't know if it was Spotify or whoever, but it was another one that said that they're not um, including like any advertising for any more music that he puts up. And, and just, but they shouldn't even host it. No. And just the ego that he has to think it's okay to yeah. shoot a black woman. It's a disgusting. Woman, yeah. Mhm. Oh my god. It's disgusting. It's really fucking gross. So um yeah, just you guys don't listen to any of his fucking music. If you post even talking shit about him, call him like a troll or something. Don't call him by his name because mm-hmm. you know, any any use of his name like those yeah. are searched, you know, that yeah. helps him trend. Like his name yeah. will be trending. Don't do it. It's fucking gross. What else is fucking gross? I don't know if you saw this. Um, Fashion Nova has released a oh, line. I have screenshots in my phone. I do too. Uh, they released a clothing line for little girls. When I say little girls, I mean like toddlers. Not like, preteens, not like fucking. Under, like eight years old, seven. Three, six, two. Five. Yes. I, all that I saw was toddler size. I, so some of the, a few of the items are cute. Um, so a lot of them are not appropriate. The no. ones that are appropriate, I screenshotted. So the cute little outfits, the way they have the children posed is so inappropriate. Oh my fucking god! In like spandex two piece, it's like, like with flying. sunglasses on. It's like you're dressing them up like little fucking hoes, like little you know. It's like club outfits. What women would wear like to be sexy. Okay yeah, there, it's like clothes that women would wear to be sexy. And you guys all know I'm the first one. Hello, I said don't let wear whatever you want in your house. Don't let don't change what you wear for anybody. However, this is not the same. No, yeah, when you're fucking three years old, and you have a little girl in a literal. But uh, yeah, a cr- and spandex booty shorts and shit, t-shirt. or dress with a high slit. Just the way they have them posed alone yeah. just fucking disgusted me. The little girl. It's of her backside. And yeah. Have her pushing her butt out. It's yes. It's very apparent. Yeah. And it's like, ruched, it's like ruched. It's like ruched. Yeah. Yes. It's so fucking inappropriate. Um, And it's just like the timing is so bad. Oh like my, everyone. That's your favorite yeah. Say, everybody's wrong. talking about um tra- trafficking. And, you know, all this. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? 
It's so fucking disgusting. On top of that, I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, Fashion Nova names their pieces. Um, they all have names, right? All Every dress, yeah. every piece has a name. Okay, well, they've continued that with this kid's line. I mean, I wrote down two examples. One of the little girl's outfits is Keep It on the Down Low. And what, Lolita? Is that the other one? Another one is Romantic Escape. Why? Why in the fuck do they have names like that? Suggestive, sexual... Um, what (laughs) romantic escape and keep it on the down low for hoe outfits for toddlers. Yeah, there were a few others. I just wrote these down real quick, but I was like, I have a bunch of screenshots in my phone as well that show the names of the fucking outfits for you to search them by name. That's their thing. They've always done it. Um, but why, why would you use those kind of names for, for toddler fucking outfits? It's bad. Shame on you. Yeah. I mean, they've already. Hell yeah. How? That's not a mistake. I mean, they've already fucked up so much in the past. They're responsible for fast fashion. They use sweatshops. They've admittedly fucking withheld funds and shit from people that have worked in these sweatshops. Like, they're constantly um, on the radar for some fuck shit. This, though, this is like, are you trying to get press? Like, even bad press? Yeah, it is. And I just feel like it's so fucking, it's almost intentional with the I think it has to be. Go, you guys, go look at how the little girls are posed. Fuck the outfits. Just look yeah. at how they're posed. And then look at the clothes. Yeah. And then the name. It's not clothes for kids. It's not, you know no. what I mean? Like, I've, I've always said, like, let little kids be kids. Like, I'm not with that let dressing. Even, yeah, even little boys. I'm not with that putting hella jewelry on um, boys and dressing them like adult men. Like, you know, I see a lot of that on social media and shit. I don't, I'm not, not feeling that. I don't like it. Let little kids be kids. Let them get dirty. You know Let them wear fucking granimals and shit and fucking yeah. get dirty and be kids. The meme where um, it's someone, you know. Oh, yeah. And it says stop dressing. Yes. And then the ones that say stop dressing your son like your fucking baby daddy that left or like stop dressing, you know, your son like, you know, what you want your boyfriend to wear or like your last boyfriend. Like, don't dress your little boy like that. Like, I don't I just don't like it. You know, kids like then then it's expensive shit. They're not allowed to get dirty. Shit like that. Get beat. Yeah. For fucking being kids. Like, but this, this is just gross beyond like, (sighs) taking pictures of a little girl from the back with her back arched. Yes. And it's, and you can tell Mm -hmm. you posed her. Yeah. Uh huh. In a spandex dress. Yeah. It's disgusting. So shame on you, Fashion Nova. Um, and another story that's like, I don't know, questionable. So, you know, Naya Rivera, the one that died. Oh my God. Yes. I fucking saw it. So her ex-husband has moved in with her sister to, for the purpose of helping raise her son, Naya Rivera's son. I definitely feel like they're fucking because you can co-parent and hello, millions of people do it. Exactly. Exactly. So... 
when I saw it, people were like, what in the ID channel is this? Like, yeah. how does that look? So then, excuse me, the sister released a statement and was like, we don't care how this looks to people. I, that's not my concern right now. Like, my concern is the care of my nephew and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Millions of people co-parent without living together. Yeah. Like, it can be done. And um, I don't know. It's I just like, like yeah, for sure, yeah, know. for I sure. Know, I know it was her ex-husband. However, I wouldn't bang your fucking you would you wouldn't move in with Absolutely. him though like I, I, I would do neither yeah so I definitely feel like there's some hanky panky going on yeah because it's just so unnecessary i you think buy, apartments fucking side buy a side. duplex right you, know you could I mean? buy a fucking duplex yes. if that's the case like yeah. you don't have to live together and if you're living together then just be like yeah shit happens and own it yeah we fell in love yeah Whatever. It happens. It really does. It really I know happen. I know in my own family there has been situations where like, you know, a distant relative, like a husband died and um I wanna say the sister in law or something like started to, I don't know, weird shit. It, right. it, but it's common. It does happen and it does happen in times of grieving people, yes. comforting grieving people and shit. It's not um unheard of. No. Own it then. Yeah. Yeah, just own it. Yeah, because it's not convincing to be like, we just want to raise him and make sure he's comfortable. (laughs) Do y'all sleep in the same bed, too? Be roommates? Maybe if you're roommates, are y'all sleeping in the same bed? I don't know. It's just weird. I think they're banging. Yeah. I definitely think they're banging. Um, Have you watched anything lately? Yeah, me and Bunny watched the whole thing in like two days. Um, I was watching it last night and I was I don't even want to know what kind of animal that was. <laughs> There's no telling. <laughs> so if you guys don't know, Nurse Ratchet was a character in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so this oh, series is based, based on that. that character. Oh, okay, and okay. I was watching it last night, and the aesthetic, the yeah. are so pretty. Like They're very colorful. Yes. Yeah. It's very well done. It yeah. Sense. Yeah. It's very, it's very um, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. And when you watch it, you can tell just from, you know, like a cinematic point of view, it looks just like American Horror Story. So, and it's from the same creators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it takes place, is it, I think it's 1957. 40s or something. 47, yeah. 47 or 57. I yeah. Was last night. But it's really good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's really good. And I hate that we speed through shit the way we do. Because now I'm like, fuck. As soon as we get done, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. So tomorrow um, is season eight of Wentworth is being released. I've never watched that yet. It's so fucking good. It's way better than Uh, than Orange is the New Black. Black. Yeah. So it's basically um, in the UK, I think. Yeah. And it's so fucking good. It's basically, um, you know how Orange is the New Black has a lot of humor and shit? It's more serious. 
there's no like funnies and shit. Like it's wow. it's basically a jail, you know, show, but it's more serious. But yeah. it's really fucking good. Um, when I got surgery, when I got my BBL, um, and I was at the recovery house, I watched the whole fucking season. I mean, every season of the show, one through seven, the whole time I was there. I think I finished seven once I got home, but I blew through the, every other season. And that was two years ago, yeah. I think. So it took two fucking years for them to come with season eight. Yeah, like, I barely like remember how it ended. Episodes. Oh, my God. I know. I'm probably going to watch the whole thing tomorrow. I was going to say, rewatch, you know, the last few episodes. Of yeah, I should. So, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that tonight so I could get a little refresher before. Mm-hmm. But I'm so juiced that it's finally being fucking released. It's really good. I really wish they would. Oh, me too. But I've seen people joke and say, um, wow, Black Mirror has really outdone itself. We're living through the season eight or whatever. (laughs) Like, yeah, they've they've really outdone themselves, making us live through it now. Um, so we have some write-ins that I want to get to some we've had for a while and just I, you know, we haven't got to them because we got quite a few. Um, Or do you have anything before that? And if you've already done it on your phone and if your kid has a phone or if your kid has an iPod or an iPad, you could do it from their device, too. Yes. Please. It helps with our visibility and we need it. Definitely. So actually, you don't even have to pause us. Sneak over there. Yeah. Use another device and do it. Okay, um, so I'll do this one first. Um, Hi, ladies. I first want to thank you for all that you do. 2020 has been a challenge for us all. But for me personally, 2018 through 2020 has been shit. I'm finalizing my divorce with my husband of 15 years. That's a long fucking time. Um, We have two children together. I am hoping you ladies can give me some advice here. He is an alcoholic. And has just not recently decided to go to rehab. He knowingly walked away from his kids. He contributes nothing emotionally or financially. And I am mad as fuck. I think it has a lot to do with my trauma and my father walking out. But girl, I am mad. Walk out on me, but my kids. So my question is, what is your advice in processing this anger? I cannot continue to beat him down in my mind. In the end, that just impacts my emotional state. Thank you again, ladies, and congrats, Potafria. Santana is gorgeous. Thank you. Um, you know what? When I got a divorce, it was just so easy, cut and dry. Like, we didn't, you know, uh, dissolve any property or, like, anything like that. But I want to say when you have a divorce, can't you, like, ask that the other person, um, like, request that they go to rehab? You can. And I believe, I know you can request they be um, drug tested and yeah. monitored and shit. Because I have a friend that actually had to pay for her own drug testing every couple weeks. I would definitely put them in my business. And I would be like, listen, I need support as far as this. He's fucking, um, you know, because when custody and kids and all that is, is I don't know if your divorce is done already. Um, did it say that? I, it says going through, I think. It says I'm finalizing. Oh, 
my divorce. I would, but I would look into that because I know yeah. you can petition the court to require, you know, certain things. Go back to court, even if they're divorced, yeah. Go back to court. And I'm hoping she's she's saying he walked away from her kids though, so I don't know if like you could use, you know, his parental rights as like uh, leverage. Yeah. Yeah. It befuddles me. Um, the anger part. Um, it's not worth stressing yourself. It's not. I don't know if you work out. I suggest working out. It really does release yeah. endorphins. It occupies your time. And I would just like um, just just accept it for what it is. Um, some people, and this is what I tell my, one of my daughters. Some people are just not good parents. And sometimes it's because they didn't have good parents. Sometimes it's just the way they were brought up. You know, there's a lot of different reasons. Sometimes they're selfish. Sometimes they have, you know, alcohol or drugs involved that interfere. But you have to explain it to your kids so that they don't take it personally. And that they know it's not their fault and it's not a reflection of them or how the parent feels about them. Right. That's That should be the primary focus is making sure it's explained to them so that they understand that. And it's like, I know you might feel like I shouldn't be cleaning this up for him, but don't look at it like that. Because yeah. at first I didn't tell my daughter that because I was like, I'm not smoothing this out you know like um exactly but her comfort and her um not being fucking hurt and shit is more important than than me um not wanting to fucking do him any favors so definitely that should be your focus fuck him um hopefully he'll come around you know alcoholism is an illness you know what i mean um it's yeah so I, you know, I don't want to make excuses for him at all because it's still very shitty that you're fucking not being a present parent. But he's not in control. That, right. That bottle's in control right now. Yeah. I would just focus on um, not letting it get you hella angry and and making sure that your kids are okay. Because the kids are going to suffer. Dad right. walks away, mom is always angry. Yeah. You yeah. You know what I mean? Give them some light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry you got to deal with that. Yeah, that's so fucked up. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, here's another one. Um, hi, ladies. First of all, I love, love, love the podcast. I might be a little obsessed with Aww. you both, but you can't blame me. I have a listener question. So I've known this guy for a long time, and we started talking since March, and not once has he asked me on a date. He's a good guy and a bit shy, and whenever he does mention going out, it's always with his friends. In my opinion, I'd rather the first date be us alone and not with his boys around. It's literally been like six months, and I feel like I'm wasting my time. I understand we are in a pandemic, but not everything is closed, and a picnic at a park would be nice, but I feel no effort from him. I've already started somewhat cutting him off by not texting or being short because I feel like there's no point anymore. Um, would you say I'm right or wrong by doing this? Thank you. Love you guys. 
Um, I'm going to just start off by saying guys are dumb. He might not know um, like an idea of what to do right now. And I don't want to make excuses for people, but like maybe he's like, because there aren't hella options to go like go to dinner and shit right now. um, Yeah. Maybe he just needs, you know, maybe he needs to ask for the date. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would ask him on a date. I would be like, "You want to meet me at the park and have a picnic, or yeah, do you want to get Taco Bell and stand outside my car?" Because <laughs> I do. Right. Someone ask me that because I do. Right. You know, but I would do that, and I would see how it went, and then I would see if yeah. he took the initiative to ask me on another date, or you know, on a date next. Yeah, I, would I wouldn't just distance myself yet, just because things are weird with. Uh, the options of going out you know he might think that um, it would come across careless to ask someone to go out right now you know what I mean because I know some people are flat out refusing not even seeing their family right now so um, yeah I would give him maybe that last chance and you suggest something I'm very forward anyway so I would be like um do you plan on taking me out at any point or I would that's what I would do and then his response would let me know whether or not I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. But with guys, you can't really just like expect them to. So, uh, we love all our male listeners. I love you guys so much. Yeah. Guys are, are a little fucking clueless. Yeah. Yeah. So for that reason, um, I would just speak up and then see what the reaction is. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, here's another one. I want to start by saying ever since the first day I listened to your podcast, I've been hooked. I love the realness you bring, and I genuinely look up to both of you. I'm in desperate need of some advice in my relationship. I am 22, and my current boyfriend is 37. We've been together for a little over two years. Over the course of that period, we started a business together that I mainly run. We've hit a position in our relationship where we feel more like homies than partners. Our sex life, which was once exciting and frequent, is now boring and lacks passion. I recently met a guy who is closer to my age through my business, and we really hit it off. The sexual tension between us is thick, but I'm not the type of person to cheat. I tried talking with my current boyfriend about how I was feeling comfortable but not satisfied and that our sex life is not where I want it to be, which I've done in the past with little to no change. Um, my current boyfriend is really, is a really great guy and I know he loves me more than anything. I love him too, but I do not enjoy our sex anymore. Not to mention that our business is my baby and there's nothing else that I care more about. I'm feeling really confused and lost. I don't want to settle for less than what I want and need, but I also don't want to throw away a good thing and ruin my business because I had FOMO. What's FOMO? And was horny. FOMO means something. I've seen that before. I'm old. I'm old too. We're not with these hip acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, this is so long. Much love. Listen. 22 and 37 is a big age difference at those ages. As far as. Um, For sure. Absolutely. We've said that before. Um, I know. They've been together two years. So that, you know, they've been doing good so far. 
myself, 37, is, I'm familiar with that age. Uh-huh. And um, th- even, you know, I've been, you know, with Mark 15 years, and sometimes we have lulls, some lulls in our marriage where he's working overtime and I'm fucking tired, and so we'll go two weeks without sex. But it's okay. We mm-hmm. still hug and kiss and watch movies and we're intimate in other ways. And, you know, those things are okay. You know, our, yeah. we're still satisfied. But I think um, you have to be okay with those lulls. I don't know how long this Age will. might play a part it's in that not, because um, that. for men, I find that as men get older... I'll say women, I think, get more sexually active, in my experience anyway, and men get less sexually active. Their peak is like 15 to 25. Exactly. And ours happens later. So for men, being burnt out kind of at that age is normal. Um, That's around the age that I tend to date lately. And they're not like they are, you know, active and interested in all that shit. But like every day, don't expect that. Mm-hmm. But then there's fucking weeks where it's every day, like, you know, twice a day sometimes. So um, I don't know if her partner is open to trying new things. Um, the fact that she mentioned it and then there was no change is concerning. Right. Because you've well, already addressed it once. I'm wondering if she initiates it, do they have sex? Like if she just comes up out of nowhere and starts giving him a blowjob, you know, Mm -hmm. does that turn him on and they have sex or is it just like he's not interested at all? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just know that early 20s and late 30s. uh, Huge differences. Biological wise. Yeah. Different. Where you're okay with going three weeks without sex. Yeah. Whereas at 22, you're a fucking rabbit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, um, I'll commend, I'll commend you for not cheating with the dude you're hitting it off with. Cause I would have fucked him by now. <laughs> That's just me. This would be a whole different, um, write in for yeah, advice. We broke up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I do respect that you've held off from that. But that might be a sign because if you're getting into somebody else, that's that's a sign of what you're lacking in your own relationship or that would never happen. Right. If you're even thinking about sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're saying you guys are hella hitting it off and shit. And there's hella sexual tension. Yeah. That's a a sign. Yeah. Maybe you don't need to be tied down at 22. So what I would probably do is have a talk with your current partner and find out about separating in a way that doesn't fuck up your business. Cause that sounds like you're more concerned about that than the fate of your relationship. So I would talk to that partner and I would be like, Hey, don't bring up that you're interested in someone else at all. all, Cause he's going to be like, bitch, this business is over. It's mine. mine. Goodbye. Um, Definitely just be like, uh, what do you think about us? Like taking a break. I'm in my head a lot right now. And I, you know, I want to take some space, make it sound like a personal thing. And and be honest. Tell him sex is really important to me. I would. Yeah. I would. I would, you know, it is a healthy sex life. 
Also, do you think more sex in this current relationship would make you not like the other dude? Because that, that's a big thing. That's an issue. It would be one thing if it was just the last Yeah. Massage, but you're also liking someone else. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, break up. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's what I think. And do it in a way that you don't fuck up your business. I don't like um, the fate of my business being kind of in someone else's hands anyway. And if you don't, then let's let's get some Mm -hmm. before shit falls apart. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't like that being kind of in someone else's hands. Uh Yeah, so I hope everything works out. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's all I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much um, for everyone that has been signing up, joining our, our Patreon. So our patrons that uh, will hear us today, mm-hmm. um, just a reminder, cards get charged all month for... Yeah, and we've gotten a lot of notifications for last month. Um, yeah, so... Just a reminder, um, and thank you guys because supporting us through Patreon helps us with continuing the show. We fucking yeah. absolutely adore you guys. Can't even thank you enough. Um, all right. Wow. We're just turning the paper the right way. <laughs> so, <clears throat> for um, new friends, we have Brianna Christine, Joyous Lashes, Daniela Rodriguez, The fact you have these written on the paper with the margin on the wrong side is already pissing me I, off. I know I wrote it on the back. Yeah. The oh, paper. okay. That's why. I'm yeah. like, because it's upside down and it's already pissing <laughs> me off. Okay. Um, Kimberly, Osred, uh, Faith, Alexi, Jeroy, Mindy, Asper, Marcella, or Maricela, and Danny. And then for Saw Me Naked, friends that saw me naked, uh, Brittany Holton. And then for friends that will bail me out, Marina, Desiree Gallegos, Leanne Netka, Dorothy Brown, and Carmen. Thank you, guys. I think Marina is actually not friends that will bail me out. That's like my best friend ever. That's actually our hundred dollar category. And I, what the hell is that called? Best friends forever, right? That's our BFF. Yes. So it let's up under um, a different one. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think it That's is. actually our best friend forever. Fucking hundred dollar tier. It's our first one. Yeah. So Thank let's you guys all. let's acknowledge all of them. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, we just we appreciate the support. Um, you guys make it possible to continue the show. So. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so continue to send us in your stories, and um, everything remains anonymous, obviously. Yeah, and if you guys uh, send, us, send us your dysfunction, send us your yeah. deep, dark confessions that you never want anyone to know. No one will ever know it's you. Yeah, we, we won't expose you. Um, you could do that, too, so we don't even know it's you. Yeah. Okay. And that's it, so suck it easy. Go to bed. Thank you.